that are happening that are big news this week. There was a huge meeting Friday night, very inspiring, with the Wimberley uh, Watershed Association and the TESPA, the Trinity Edwards Springs Protection Association. Those two groups held the meeting. I think there were a couple of hundred people there, at least 400. (gasps) It was huge. And you've never heard so much applause in your life after every team of lawyers spoke. So um, David is here today to talk to us about some of the news that is just breaking today and and last week uh, about these legal actions. But before we jump into that, David, tell us just a teensy bit about your background because not everybody's known you for 40 years like I have. (laughs) Well, thank you, Diane. Thank you for having me today and just for your years of dedication to the San Marcos River and to, to the region. And it's just really great to be with you. And And those that haven't heard of Jacob's Well, it's a karst perennial spring. Perennial meaning it flows all the time. It's supposed to. And karst meaning it goes into that the limestone um the cracked limestone, and it's a cave that's over 7,500 feet in length, the second longest underwater cave. It's almost an underground river yes. is really a way to think of it. And that water flows out of the Middle Trinity uh, Aquifer in the Cypress Creek watershed, kind of the headwaters. It's the source of Cypress Creek. So it feeds Blue Hole Park in, in Wimberley, flows into the Blanco River, 15 miles downstream, it drops in the Edwards Aquifer, and those same waters emerge from, from San Marcos Spring Springs. Lake. Yeah, so it's it's all connected. The water connects us, and and that's that's what, you know, for the last 35 years, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to buy part of the well back when I was in my late 20s, and now at 65, we've conserved almost a thousand acres in the watershed. Transferred that the well over to Hayes County, the Jacobsville Natural Area, and and anybody can visit it. It's a Hayes County Park now, yeah. very protected and well cared for. And thanks to David, we have Jacobs Well Park. I think I think one of the one of the big challenges we have with Jacobs Well and regionally is overpumping the aquifer. And we've seen Jacob's Well stop flowing now. This is the sixth time in history this last mm. um, um, eight months. And it is flowing now after those recent rains. But um, uh, Aqua Texas pumping in that area directly above it has um, had dried it up for almost eight months. And we've never seen that. It had never been over 30 days that it wasn't flowing. And you've done very careful hydrogeology to understand exactly when their well turns on, what happens to Jacob's well yeah. each day. If you go to, uh, if you just Google Jacob's well USGS, the United States Geological Survey, you can see that the, when their pumps turn on, the flow drops proportionately, and and that's the big issue. It's it's that area is very sensitive. 
literally a few inches of water level change can stop the spring from flowing. And I, I learned this uh, in studying about the Edwards Aquifer. You know, there's a cap on pumping in the Edwards. And, and you have to keep almost 95% of the water in the aquifer to have enough hydrostatic pressure to push those spring waters up. We don't have a, a, a cap on pumping. The district has set, set a, a cap on in the Jacobswell Management Zone on Aqua, and they violated that um, in 2022. They pumped almost twice as much as they were supposed to pump. And that's what's at issue is that the district, groundwater district has filed. Um, they notified a notice of a, an alleged violation against Aqua that they had overpumped, and they issued this uh, $450,000 it would be a, a civil settlement, essentially, for them to settle it uh, in 2022. And Aqua, instead of working with the district to settle it, has filed a lawsuit against the Hayes Trinity Groundwater Conservation District in federal court, saying they don't have to comply by the district's rules. They can pump whatever they want, and they're not bound by the groundwater district rules. Well, I'm just uh, appalled at their behavior, and I was appalled to learn that such a great percentage of what they overpumped was simply leaked, yeah, that's not a, used. That's a huge problem. It's been a problem for over 20 plus years since they bought that system. They have, you know, between 30 and 50 percent line loss over that time period. So, literally, you know, 50, 60 million gallons um, that they're just leaking out. And one of the issues with the Hayes Trinity District is they don't have the authority to charge pumping fees or yes. ad valorem. They, they're one of the weakest districts in the fastest growing district in, or county in the United States. They can't charge pumping fees, so Aqua pumps that water for free. So there's no financial incentive for them to fix those leaks. They sell it to the customers, and then all that money leaves the community and goes to their shareholders. So that's, you know, that's a big issue, as, and that's a subdivision that has about 1,300 homes, but there's 3,600 platted lots in that old 1972 subdivision. That could subdivision be built. That, that are, as we speak, there's homes being built that they're hooking up, and so it's, it's, a, it's a slow death to Jacob's Well, and, you know, fixing that le those leaks is the first thing, but Long, really, we should get that pumping out of that zone. We should not have right. Big it should be pumped pumping. in from wells elsewhere. There is a place you found that's down dip from the fault that would protect Jacob's well. But y'all have said, uh, you and Tespa have said you're mad as heck and you're not going to take all this <laughs> anymore. And you have set up three legal actions with three different legal teams that are doing miraculous, wonderful work with the facts that you've gathered, yeah. black and white facts. Yeah, we're, we're very fortunate. Jim Blackburn, you know, the sort of environmental legendary attorney, is the president of TESPA. And... Um, he has kind of led this team, uh, Adam Friedman, uh, Lauren Ice, who's, who's working on the PUC case. They, um, Aqua, in the midst of all this, uh, besides make, filing a lawsuit, they've also uh, filed a request to PUC to raise the rates on everybody by about $53 a month. 
And so we... we 53 <laughs> a month? It, it's currently 150 base fee for most people. So that would be almost a $200, $203 fee before you ever used one drop of water oh my gosh so so we the watershed tespa and the wood creek north property owners association have filed as interveners in that uh, puc it's a it's a recovery for for money that aqua has said that it's invested in its systems regionally they they own about 370 plus systems in texas but they have it divided into Central Texas region, and which we're part of. So we're involved in that. Um, there is a PUC um, challenge that we're working on regarding their um, certificate of convenience necessity. That's their service area. They've sort of misrepresented what uh, to the PUC how many connections they had when they when applied was for that? that when did they apply way it, back well it was transferred from Aqua Utilities to Aqua Texas in 2018 they they bought these systems it was back then it was Aqua Source back in, in the late 90s actually. Mm -hmm. And the very first thing they did when they bought that system was they applied for a stream discharge into Cypress Creek, which that was our first fight with Aqua. And then we got them to build a new plant, and then they applied for a discharge into Wilson Creek, which would have gone to the Blanco River. So it, it's just it's been an ongoing um, battle with this you know large corporation that's there for their shareholders not understanding the sensitivity of, of these, these ecosystems and aquifers that, that we have in the hill country. And so we, we are really fed up with that, and, and we're, we're, we're going to challenge them there. But I think the biggest threat is this, this suit saying they don't have to comply by the groundwater district rules. Water is scarce in Texas. It's scarce in the hill country in Wimberley. And we have a, a, a utility that a, an investor-owned corporate utility that doesn't follow our state drought contingency plan or follow the local rules of the groundwater district. That's a threat to all all Texas water. And that's not just local. That is, they are defying what the state of Texas has set up as a method by which groundwater is regulated. Exactly. So this would touch all of Texas. It would touch all of Texas. If, as Jeff Monday, who's the attorney who is working on, on that uh, particular case, which we're the district right now in Aqua have agreed to a 90-day stay, so so that they until April 9th, they they don't have the district doesn't have to file an answer to Aqua's lawsuit. But Jeff said in the meeting that. If if Aqua won, wins this suit, it would essentially create a constitutional crisis for the state, and we would pretty much have to throw out how we're managing groundwater, almost like the school finance uh, a suit yeah. a few years ago, where the, the the courts said, "Look, this is unconstitutional. How you're funding schools?" It would be a similar thing with with water. And so it's it's a really big deal, and their claim is not only a threat to Jacobs Well and to the and to our Hayes County district, but really to all districts in Texas. Well, the constitutional clauses that were quoted at the meeting Friday night, those were from the Texas Constitution, weren't they? Yes. And so it would be 
going against what the Texas Constitution says if they were allowed to not follow the groundwater yes, district that's rules. that's correct and and you know I think you know it, this that spring is so important to our community it's not only just the heart and soul the the the, the water and the, and flowing through the community and ours and 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 ours it's connected and on downstream all the way to the coast yep. but it's it's the backbone of our economy too we mm -hmm. have nearly 100,000 visitors that come to Jacobs Well and Blue Hole they haven't been able to swim there the last two years. The county's lost hundreds of thousands, almost over half a million in revenue. Blue Hole loses 5,000 a day when mm. they aren't able to have swimmers there. Mm -hmm. And then it, I have all the Airbnb and the short-term rental, the lodge, all of them are said, you know, the cu customers aren't coming because there's no water. And yes, the drought was there, but they, when Aqua never sent out even a notice that there we were in drought. And so people weren't curtailing like they had to. They're essentially pumping twice what they should have to pumped. To me, that's the worst violation of trust of all, that they knew they had a cutback mandated because of the drought, and they did not alert their customers. And, and it's it's explicitly spelled out in the in their drought contingency plan that's filed with TCQ that their signature on. They are required to do that. It's not optional, and uh, so it, it was. It, and what was even more disturbing is that, that we were in conversations with the leadership of, of Aqua and our county commissioner and the mayors about you know we got to move these wells, and then Aqua kind of went off on their own and drilled these wells right on top of the Jacobs Well fault without consulting us. They did pump tests without you know permission from the district. And that day, water levels dropped almost eight to 10 inches at the well. And they bought this $2 million property. And, and they're saying, oh, no, these wells are good. And as you saw, Doug Weirman, our hydrogeologist, showed it's a 170-foot drawdown uh, during that 48-hour that pump test. And you could see Jacob's well plummeting during that They test. just pile violation on violation. And we are now at about halfway in our show, so let's let the station have a little break, and we'll come back to Wonderful World and David Baker in a few minutes. And you're listening to Wonderful World here on KZSM LPFM 104.1 San Marcos, Texas. As a reminder, the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host and or your guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. We're going to be right back with you. The Rotary Club of San Marcos hosts a casino night fundraiser on Friday, March 1st at 7 p.m. The event will be held at the Commemorative Air Force Museum at the San Marcos Airport. The museum houses a collection of World War II aircraft that are still airworthy. Tickets are $50 each, and 75% of profits will be donated to CASA of Central Texas. Remaining funds will benefit other local charities. Email smtxrotary at gmail.com for more information about tickets. That is smtx. R-O-T-A-R-Y at gmail.com. Rotary Casino Night is a great opportunity to have fun, raise money for local charities, and enjoy a fascinating historical facility. See you there. Frank Zappa said so many books, so little time. 
quiet Groucho Marx observed, outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. <laughs> quiet! To find out what others think about books, join Priscilla Vanselina on Tuesdays at 4pm on kgsm.org when she hosts Bookmarked, a program for real book people. <laughs> Quiet, damn dog. And we are back with Wonderful World, um, our river radio show on kzsm.org, 104.1 FM. And our guest, David Baker, and I, Diane Wasinick, have uh, probably raised your blood pressure with the first half of our show. I know I got a little <laughs> hot under the collar because we're so upset about the violations of Aqua Texas and what this means to our springs as well as Jacob's Well and the Blanco River. So, um, David, take us uh, into the next phase of what we need to consider. Well, you know, I, as we summarized, you know, the Hayes Trinity Groundwater District has offered Aqua a settlement of 450000 to resolve its violations for overpumping its permits in 2022. We also see those same numbers in 2023, but that hasn't been issued. Aqua denied that, filed a federal lawsuit, and then they plan to take more groundwater to continue to, to pump and fill the, you know, the, feed the homes up there. And you know, we have Aqua Texas in the Limekill Hilliard area here, and they have terrible problems with their water service. Leaks, again. Yeah. And uh, Aqua has applied for a wastewater discharge permit leading from the area around the industrial development that's being planned near the airport and 110 and then flowing into creeks that will flow into the San Marcos River. And thus far, uh, Smurf has not been able, San Marcos River Foundation, Smurf, has not been able to get standing in that case. So we are very concerned about Aqua, their uh, disregard for the fines they've received, their lawsuit in response to the fines. And so we're really happy y'all are defending uh, TESPA and Watershed Association are helping the Groundwater District defend against Aqua. Thank you, Diane. It's it's extremely important. Uh, You know, we... We believe these actions are harmful to Wimberley, to Hayes County, to San Marcos, San Marcos, to downstream interest, and we just we just believe that any utility in the state needs to follow the drought contingency plans of the state, as well as the rules of the local groundwater conservation district and the PUC rules. And and you know we believe they violated the terms of their certificate of convenience necessity, the CCN. Uh, and so we're going to be challenging that at the at the Public Utility Commission. And we further believe that as a community, we must take action because to date, you know, no governmental entity has been really willing to stop these bad actions. Um, you know, the district has filed, but, you know, we believe this has harmed Hayes County. We believe it's harmed Wimberley. For two years at yeah. least. And and so, so that, that we think, you know, one call to action is really to contact those local elected officials, uh, county commissioners, and the um, city council and mayors of Wimberley and Wood Creek, and let them know you want them to stand up to Aqua not, and the district, too, to not roll over, not to settle, to file. I think the district should file suit to um, 
you know, for non-payment, which they have the right to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, and this is a, a ten, nine to $10 billion corporation that doesn't pay for this water and hasn't for 25 years they've been here. Um, the, this is a minuscule vine for who, what kind of company they are. But the bigger thing is, is the long term. And uh, we, we think that, uh, you know, Aqua and its plans there are going to threaten the interest of the in, entire region. Really. Oh, yeah. And so uh, ultimately, we believe our groundwater regulatory system is under attack, and the people must respond legally, appropriately, and definitively. And so so I'm grateful that we, that you know so many people showed up for that meeting because um, 400 <laughs> Wimberley I mean as I said Wimberley is water you yeah. know we are water and it's it's so central to our lives but you know what's what's really unfortunate you know this Diane I mean we we work to try to bring the community together we're working on things that we're for but sometimes we have to work against things oh and i know y'all have done so much with one water and you are the ones who were behind getting the priority groundwater management area passed which was essential to protect jacob's well and other springs but uh individuals who are listening today can help by joining tespa and watershed association TESPA is T-E-S-P-A dot org website, and your Watershed Association website is? Watershedassociation.org. So go look at their websites, read about these groups, join them in support, talk to the county commissioners that you know and everybody you know, and your mayors and city councils in Wood Creek, Wimberley, and San Marcos, uh, so they understand what's going on and how important it is. And I hear you have something coming up at a county commissioner's meeting. Yeah, I think, you know, some some good news. Uh, you know, we've been, the Watershed Association has been working with Meadows Center for Water and Environment since 2008. We um, adopted the first, one of the first EPA-approved watershed protection plans for Cypress Creek and it has a groundwater protection component, which became that management zone. Um, we've sort of run to the end of the, the uh, funding cycle on that, and so we've worked up an interlocal agreement that's really gonna put that um, uh, plan into the hands of the, the local community. So Wimberley, Wood Creek, Hayes County, Meadows, and the Watershed Association are signing this interlocal agreement, and Exciting news, on, I think, on the 27th is the county will... 27th of February. February at 9 a.m. at Commissioner's Court. Um, the, uh, and working with Commissioner Lonchelle on this, uh, the county will approve um, a uh, plan to hire the watershed coordinator, and we're expanding to the whole Blanco Basin. So it'll be the Blank Cypress Blanco Watershed Protection Plan, and that the watershed coordinator will become an county employee and um, part of the natural resource division, part of the parks uh, division. Hayes County has, you know, invested so much in, in acquiring lands around uh, San Marcos and uh, out in Wimberley, oh, Dripping yes. Springs. I think Thank with the goodness <laughs> for the parks bond. You, you know, and, and I, I, 
when we started back and we were on the parks committee and with Eddie Etheridge pointed us back, back the, since that time, you know, Hayes County has passed $108 million in, in uh, parks and open space bonds. And there's back then there was just Dudley Johnson Park, 15 acres. Yeah. We, it's now over 39,000 acres are in conservation in Hayes County. And that has been leveraged, obviously, with City of Austin's investment. But that's almost a quarter billion dollars that have been now invested in parks and open space. Phenomenal. So, and so important to our water oh. because so many of the properties are recharge zones. And that's the thing is we're Wood Creek North, that upper uh, Cypress watershed, and same above Pleasant Valley Springs. Those areas, are like this area over there, Edwards Aquifer, really are best, um, the best and highest uses to be in conservation because that's mm -hmm. where the water gets back in. But this coordinator will be um, a county position. Um, the county will, will fund that for the next three years for this, this next pilot. But that position will go on and be hopefully uh, growing into a whole um, watershed and natural resource uh, department. So I'm very, very just grateful to uh, Commissioner Shell and to Meadow Center, uh, Jenna, and the, the whole team, the city of Wimberley and Wood Creek, just working together uh, to protect our water uh, long term and um, you know, I think it's it's time. We're the fastest growing county in the United States. We've got to really protect our water, and and we to have that become a county program is really a, I think a, a great accomplishment and a, a big step forward towards that goal. That is a huge step and so important. Um, I'm I'm so glad to. I must say, the meeting Friday night was so inspiring that after knowing, I knew a lot of these things were going on, but I didn't know that there was anything we could do about them that was concrete. And so it's been very inspiring and hopeful for me to be at that meeting and today to hear what you are telling us about the actions y'all are taking and to hear that the county is kind of ahead of the ball on appointing this position i really plan to show up and speak for that great very important yeah i think i think it's a it's a great step and obviously you know without without adequate water both for you know providing for the growth but but also m ensuring that we have these environmental flows the action that you led um, with smurf to apply for that water right I've I've often thought maybe you know maybe the county needs to do a similar thing with Jacobs Well and get, get secure those water rights so that we can ensure flows in the Blanco River and Cypress Creek. Um, we need to use every tool we can because um, if we if if that becomes intermittent stream if it doesn't flow in the future, um, I think our our you know our environment obviously will degrade but our economy will follow and our property values will, will drop with that too. Cause, um, it's, it's just so important for the future that we, um, we're good stewards of our, of our water. Well, unfortunately Smurf's water right, uh, led in time to a law that says you cannot have a new water right 
And then aside from that, David, you know our legislature so far does not see the connection between groundwater and surface spring water. But I saw this week that a Texas Parks and Wildlife, uh, Texas Water Development Board study is going on about the connection between groundwater and surface water, <laughs> which really made me laugh. But um, maybe they're starting to think that they can do the studies like that. I don't know. Maybe they're going to give their study to the legislature. I yeah. hope so. We are just about to finish our show up, and we want to mention the Great Texas River Cleanup, David. Okay. Uh, March 2nd is our 39th annual Great Texas River Cleanup, and um, you can find out about it by going to Facebook and looking for uh, Keep San Marcos Beautiful, and probably a website, keepsanmarcosbeautiful.org. Uh, that will help you know how to register for it, where they're going to meet. They'll have uh, breakfast, tacos, and pizza lunches, so you need to register in advance. They're going to have different teams of people working all over the watershed, all the creeks, all the ditches, so on and so forth. And... Um, Event shirts and giveaways will be given uh, that day. It can be a morning event, or it, you can work all day. There's groups working downstream in boats. Um, it's a huge event, and everybody is needed because trash washes in from everywhere. Today has been Wonderful World with David Baker uh, here at kzsm.org, 104.0. Point one FM. Thank you for being with us and many, many thanks, David. Thank you, Diane. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. See trees of green and red roses 